0: Good evening. We try to take a look at uh, a you know, pretty well-known uh, Rashi and statement of Chazal
1: pertaining to uh, the introduction to Kabbalah Satira that led up to or made it
0: possible in our history. You know, the Rashi on uh, the Pasuk, that's a uh, the other encampments in the time of Kalashal Shalur from the Nidbar all had some kind of friction, some kind of machlokes, some kind of disagreement. It's hard for us to imagine what they could possibly be fighting about, but uh, perhaps something at a very, very uh, refined level, that there was not a complete real oneness in Chal But when they came to Sinai, at the time that was supposed to be the time to receive the Torah, then it says in the passage, Vayichad which, as Rashi brings, it was one, as and the Nadesh Rabbah, was Chania Achas, as one individual, using a Russian singular Vayichad, camping as one, as if there would be one person. And Hashem says, The time has come. This is the time for me to give the Torah to my children. The H explains that if they had not gotten to this good level, this good state, then it would have had to be delayed, even though this was supposed to be the time of giving the Taira, but uh, there would have had to bid uh some delay till the claustral became in that proper state of readiness. And of course, the obvious question is, um, what is it about this that is so critical, that is so instrumental to make it possible for to receive the Taira. There's no denying that, uh, that good oneness, that Ava for each other is a wonderful maila, very important Mayla, but uh, it seems like it was critical for them to be able to be a giving of the Taira to Klai And without that, it could not have been done correctly. And it's also quite clear that It's not a matter of the negative elements of a being in some kind of a discord or disagreement that would be a prevention. Because even here in this Medrash it says that they were chaniya achas. Even if you'd want to uh, perhaps look at it just as avoiding anything negative, it's a little bit hard to see why that would still be called Achas, like as if they're one person. But it's very clear in the Yalkit Shemaini in Yisrael that uh, there was something very positive in what Klaus Yisrael had, at least at that time. Then it says that Hashem said that Torah completely Shalom, Torah Kula Shalom, the whom. Can I give my Taira to whom will I give my Taira to a nation that loves Shalom, as the Pasik says. The <speaking in Hebrew> role accomplished at that point at least a uh, significant level of accomplishment of the love of the Mead of Shalom. So there are a good number of questions that we need to try to address. Of course, what is, um, what is this really all about? Why is this so critical? What does it mean that the Torah in its entirety is shalom? What does it mean Torah is all shalom? Of course, one of the great midday, one sort of the great midsvahs of the Torah to pursue peace to avoid machlaikas. you know how damaging machlaikas is, and therefore how valued is the good connection among cholesterol. But what does it mean that um, the Torah is entirely shalom? It also seems like this was not necessarily a lasting state that the cholesterol achieved. Doesn't say that they reached this and they maintained that. Seems on the contrary, all the other campings did have some disagreement. But at this time, Claudius Israel reached that good level and that enabled that there should be a giving of the Torah to them. So there's something about being in that state, even for that time, that is playing that role. Wasn't like, oh, well, they reached a level of no more machlokas. There was machlokas afterwards. And, and even here, it doesn't seem like this was, this was indicating like they had reached this level, then later they lost it. It was this shah, Hashem said, here's the time that I can give my taira to the Jewish people. So how was it enough that they had it at this moment? or for this period? I would say we have three questions. One, why is this element of Klausho being together Ba'athus, so critical to be able to receive the Torah? Secondly, what is the meaning of the taira being in its entirety shalom? Maybe we have to ask, what is shalom really? Does it mean just a lack of of argumentation, seems not. And thirdly, how is it that it's it's able to be accomplished or when what was needed is a certain time, certain opportunity, even if it wasn't necessarily always maintained afterwards. If Father Sorrell at this point were in that state, that was sufficient to be able to give them the Torah. <clears throat> but it seems clear, has something to do with their valuing this. They are achieving it. Hashem said, I'm going to give my tyrant to a nation that loves Shalom. Kalonik's role is is manifesting, is accomplishing at that time, that appreciation of Shalom. That enables them to able to receive the tyrant. I'm hoping that what I'm going to suggest won't be much of a surprise, but that's fine. So, the first step is just to clarify a little bit what is meant by the Mid of Shalom. The Mid of Shalom, of course, doesn't just mean that there is no argument going on, the lack of friction, the lack of contention. The uh, morale in Avos, where the Mishnah says we should try to be among the students of. Aaron Akain, whose the quality was to love and pursue Sholein, which we translate peace, which typically means, you know, that things are just calm and not, not uh, in contention. And there the, where explains will that's the entire essence of Aaron Akoyin, as the Akoyin Godol, was to unite the Jewish nation with one another and with Hashem. And that was accomplished by there being one single Kayin for all of them. Seems like just the fact that he is the Kayin for every single Jew. They're all united through him. We have one Kayin, Moshe us said the Kayrach, in other nations, they have many Kohanim that all come together and each one is doing, so to speak, their own thing. Here we have one Hashem, one Isbayach, one Kai. The fact that there is one Kai Godel had a quality of being able to unite the Jewish people. We know Aaron is there for each and every one of us. He is bringing the Karbanis for us, he is dominating for us. And That's why it was also his quality to always go and try to create good oneness within the Jewish people. And if two people were ever engaged in some kind of a conflict, he found a way to bring them together. Because that was the essence of his mission, to be the one who's uniting the Jewish people with one another and with Hashem through his bringing those karbonas that are bringing them back, that are contributing in their tshuva, their reuniting with Hashem if they ever would veer away. And that's why he also was the one who would bring a Jew back who was straying away a little bit, and he found a way through his friendship to him to help him to reconnect with his true self and come back to Hashem. So it was his entire mission to unite the Jewish people, that they should be and to unite them with Hashem, so that we should we should be together, and together with Hashem. So this is the true definition of the Bina of Shalom, is the fullest, most complete oneness. Why does that have to be the the introduction, the foundation to receive the Torah? So I have a thought, just to get started. The thought that I had was that, after all, it's quite possible to misunderstand what the Torah is all about. Or maybe better to say, it's not so easy to understand what the Torah is really all about. A person might be receiving the Torah And thinking about it, that it's something of just submission, obedience, religiosity. There could be many ways that a person would relate to what is being given to him by Hashem at the point of the Torah being given. Or that the Jewish people could relate to it. And that will not be the proper way that will not be the truth of what it really is. And that that point of the receiving the Torah was a critical point. If it is being given in the proper form, if the Jewish nation receives it in its true form, then it will register in their neshama in a fundamental way and they'll be able to come back to it. They'll be able to Find it and connect to it and have it in their life and in their history. But that initial point was critical. So, how can they know what Tire is really all about? They can only know what Tire is really all about if they're experiencing it themselves. And what is Tire really all about? So, this we know already from the Mice with Hilla the gear came, and he wanted to be taught the Torah, and be given one principle, that will encompass the whole Torah. And Hillel said to him, yes, I could give you one principle, that will encompass the whole Torah. And he said it in a way that, even, even someone who wasn't yet a member of the Jewish people, could understand, who didn't have yet, the fullness of what a Jewish neshama has. But he still had enough of an understanding to be able to understand a fundamental principle that could also be one that defines the Torah. And the Gare said to, Hill said to the Gare, do not turn your back on your true, beloved, devoted friend. Do not go away. Do not turn away from it. Do not abandon that friendship. Do not diminish that friendship. Do not. Lessen that friendship. Do not act in a way that's not consistent. That's inconsistent with that. With all the goodness of that closeness that you have with your best good friend. How could you? How could you forget him? How could you not be there for him? How could you let that beautiful closeness that you have be be forgotten or? Disrespected. Oh, that's what Hashem is giving us. Hashem is giving us that closeness with Him. Hashem is giving us that's what everything in the Torah is. It's all only ways to have connection with Hashem. That's all that it's made out of. Like the Ramchal says, everything of the Torah all relates back to Hashem. Because Hashem is the only true completion and perfection and everything of the Torah is just a outgrowth from that. And everything that is of deficiency, that is of distance, of disconnection is the withdrawal of Hashem's presence. And everything that is of true goodness, that is the aspect of Hashem's closeness as Ramchal says. The light of Hashem's presence at his closeness is the, is the substance, is the cause, is the root of all aspects of perfection, of all of the Torah. All of the Torah is just connection with Hashem, our true friend, our greatest and beloved friend. That is the true definition of the Torah. So how can we receive it in its true form? Unless we are in touch with it, in the human experience, unless, at least at that time, we are able to let go of all discord and disagreement and personal ego and be together as one, well, then we could know what Hashem is giving us to have, to be one with Him, and that everything is just ways to achieve that. With levels and levels and levels of it. But that is the... In order to understand what it will be, how it's supposed to be experienced, we need to be experiencing it with each other. So we need it to be all together as one. And we need to try to imagine as best we could what that is like, when that takes place. I'm not sure if we can, because... There's a lot of aspects to it, but the best we can, the best we can try to imagine is all we could do to try to understand what it is that the Torah is meant to be for us with Hashem. But the starting point has to be with each other. So we have to experience that closest with each other. Then we can understand what Hashem is giving us, like Hilla said to the gear. So if we have it, even at that moment, even if it doesn't last for for the rest of the time in the desert or for the rest of history. But if we have it at that moment, then when we receive the Torah, we will be receiving it in its true form. It will be understood correctly. It will not be distorted. It will not be conceived of as being religious, being just submissive, being just obedient. No, we will understand, oh, this is what Hashem is giving us to have all of us together as one with him. Oh, that's good. That is what the whole tirade is. Oh, okay. We understand. We got it. Now we have to try to work to, to, to actually stay there or come back there if we ever veer off a little bit. But let's make sure that we answer all the questions. There were three questions why we needed it. Even why we need it? Why it's good enough for this moment? What does it mean that um, that the entire Torah is Shalom? I think we did address that. Okay. I have to ask one person a personal question if he allows me. it's such a treat to have you with us. <laughs> I hope you'll tell me you're not hearing anything new. <laughs> <laughs> but I can still ask if anything's making any sense to you.
1: It's beautiful.
0: I like I like when it says when it, you know, when it talks about oneness and um, togetherness. It's, yes, it's, it's beautiful. So, so I, I'm, I'm just suggesting that if we have when we have it, then we can know what the Torah is all about. And if we had it even as a, at a moment, then we can receive the Torah at that moment. That's what we're trying to get back to. I was gonna suggest. I was gonna suggest that this, since like Torah is like within all of us. Like I think when it was given to us, it needs requires us to be like one, to be like, like it's a one that is given and one is as received. You know. Excellent. But Excellent. I don't know what these words really mean. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Somehow, somewhere we sense it. Okay, well, (laughs) we're not done. Okay, Avi, go ahead. Avi's asking if Shalom is so critical, so important, then why did Hashem make it so difficult? Why is there sometimes such powerful force against it? Why is the the power of the ego in a person, the power that pulls them to self-protection and very often antagonism towards somebody else and hurt and hatred and all these very different or oppositional kind of feelings and actions. Why are they so powerful in a person? That's a very, very important question and I'll open up the floor to anybody who wants to take a shot at answering it. Don't just say what you think I'm going to say. Say what you... (laughs) You can answer too, Avi. It's not the whole, not the whole ego the that we have that you know that we feel that our lives you know we're gonna die if we're not gonna protect it. Is uh, you know is a childhood trauma that the whole point of our you know work is to work on it and uh, you know and really you know have the you know have the that child sort of you know parent it. For from all the damage that was done while it was a child, and then you know, and then you don't have the same need to you know step in and uh, fight for your life because you, your life is no longer at stake. Yes, yes, and there are many ways how this challenge can come to a person. Many different causes that can be there, but ultimately it seems like a, quite a universal thing, and even the Jewish people as the minister is saying, there they was, they they was consistently some kind of a discord between them. So clearly it's a very powerful force in a person. So the only thing I can think of is, which I think is the simplest answer, that according to how valuable something is, is how significant the challenge needs to be. And according to how great the challenge and and the difficulty is, is how much a person is acquiring and accomplishing the good quality by overcoming all of that. So there is a real two sides in this, this life experience. Two very, very powerful opposing forces. And a person has the capacity to somehow navigate choose between and grow from that struggle. Of course, it shouldn't be viewed as all or nothing. Any step or even a good moment like took place here, (laughs) Colossal had one moment of that complete unity. So through that, having to face that powerful drive of the ego that is putting a person against others in that positional state and to Choose differently is going to be a major impact in the person to acquire the good quality of the oneness. If it would come naturally, would it wouldn't be so, so much my own accomplishment. Would it be really mine? Would not be me achieving it? Would it be accomplishing what Hashem wants us to accomplish to make this whole system work? So it has to be my acquisition, my accomplishment. How will that take place? Because there's a powerful force against this kavach of oneness and being together. How does that sound, Avi?
1: Sounds. It sounds really good. But, but I'll, 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 I just wanted to comment on uh, on the comment before about the childhood trauma. All I okay. heard, was, like, all I heard was therapy. I mean, like, only therapy. <laughs> That's what I got. Um, therapy
0: has a role, yes. But uh, we shouldn't just rely on that as the total solution. These are all the good methods that we have available to us. they all contribute. So, but the basic concept of that, there should be these two opposing cocos in a person. One very powerful and very dormant. One very powerful and very much on the surface. The ego is very powerful and very constantly active and very, very sensed. The power of oneness of the Jewish people, one with another, with any single person, ends with the entire klal that is much more subdued in a person, but it can it can be hopefully brought out to be experienced. Go ahead
2: but you were uh, explaining how the whole Torah is shalom and in the context of what Hillel said to the person who asked him, tell me one rule or principle of the entire Torah. He told him, don't do to somebody else, but you don't want done to you. And that was, you were explaining that as don't lessen a friendship, which was referring to Hashem. Could you uh, explain what that was about again? The only way that I could try is, in
0: light of the Ramchal, that's really everything of the Tyra you know, is. Some of that we could really experience somewhat of a more direct fashion. And some of it is more subtle and more than the Nesham experiencing it um, until we gain more understanding and maybe reach a higher level. But everything of the Tyra is contributing to enhance and to strengthen and to uplift the starting point of Hashem's very close relationship to the Jewish people and to every person. Hashem is giving us everything that we have. He is totally involved with us. He is caring for us. He is making available to us the greatest eternal good and pleasure that can possibly be given to a creative being. And everything of the Torah is means of connecting with Him. Which we can have some means of relating to and experiencing. As we learn to the Bainabachie, the Sharmach says to the Ganov, give it all back. You'll we'll have a better life in your friendship with Hashem. This Ganov is not at the level of the, the greatest Sadiqim yet, but he'll be able to sense I'm living with honesty. I'm living with integrity. I'm living with all the qualities that that, that has shown of himself. The love of truth. Love of kindness. Love of connection. So when a person gains those, and all that contributes to it, in all the multifaceted ways that, that the Torah comprises, And if we look carefully, we'll see one after the other after the other is aspects of closeness. Shabbos, Hashem is inviting us to his table to celebrate the completion of his universe. Lulav and Esher, his clothes are coming together. Pesach, Hashem is taking us as his beloved nation. Tefillin, Hashem is wearing us as his crown. One after the other after the other, the substance of the mitzvahs themselves are aspects of connection. So a person, once he knows that, will know that this is what the entire Torah is. Continuing that closest relationship Hashem has already given to us and is actively involved. Hashem is keeping the Jewish people alive every day against all enemies' plans, undergoing planning to destroy us. We don't always see how this is happening,
1: but this is happening. So, this is all what the Torah is all about.
0: This is what say to the get. Hashem is our friend and our father's friend. Don't turn away. He's helping us through everything in life. Like the Rabban says, just like Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, we couldn't have gotten out. Hashem took us within the Midbar. Hashem saved us and our nation from every single attempt at extinction. Hashem is giving us our ability to succeed every day. It's the same thing happened. Hashem is empowering us. Hashem is enlivening us. Shem is blessing us with our success in every endeavor, especially when we turn to Him. And rely upon him for that. So it's the highest level of involvement in the, in, in the best good way that's intended to enable us to achieve the maximum good. Which is all through coming close to him. All through experiencing friendship with him. In the way that it can be experienced. What, what, what does the Buzik say? Hashem says, I will walk with you in Eden. And you won't be overwhelmed. You won't be like, like totally devastated. You'll still know that I'm a shem. <laughs> you won't forget that totally. But we can go for a walk in Eden. This is how it's being described. Raspandam closeness, friendship, love. Which
2: Pasuk is that?
0: It was right in the beginning of Say. Hashem said to Yirmavam, "Ani ba'ata the tile began We're going to go. We're going to go for a spatzir. We're going to go and get Eden together. We're going to walk and get Eden together." When a person is learning Taira, Hashem is saying, Yud beni kacho emir. Hello, beni kacho Allah <laughs> zehay beni kacho emir." Hashem is with us in everything. Of course, He's, he's concealed. That's all part of our. Our, our good opportunity to come to, to see
1: him, even though we cannot see him with the physical eyes, to see him in everything. And even the tough things, because we know that that's what is really what we need to go through. Like Armavina by the Akeda, it was all chesed. So this is what the entire Torah is.
0: But how will we understand it? How will we know that? How will we, how can we be able to have the clarity of it unless we have it with each other? I think there's one more question that uh, we need to ask.
1: Cause there's maybe a little bit of a problem, <laughs> just a little, little bit of a, of a problem here. After all,
0: isn't it true that a person can have one very good friend,
1: and or many good friends, and maybe some other people doesn't get along with so well. So this marshal of Hashem being our our friend,
0: our best friend, does not seem to be the totality of what is going on here. Hillel could say to the Gare, maybe that's as much as he can understand of your best friend. And that is definitely included. But it seems that this is going further When Claudio Sarall was previously having some discord, some conflict, and other times that can't be. And here it's Kisha. That's the whole nation as one. That's not just I have a really good friend and I can understand what that means.
1: It's beyond that. It's we are all together. So that's something maybe more
0: than just. I have a sense of that closeness. I have an understanding of that. Of that kind of a relationship. At that point, the struggle had something that was removing, removing anything that previously was causing some conflict there. This is beyond just I have my very good friends.
1: No, I have no machlukas with anyone. That's oavu so, so the
0: question is, what is that about? What is that? What is that coming to, to enable us to understand? What is that really made out of? What is really at the core of that? What spells the difference between whether there results in some kind of conflict
1: or there's no conflict, we're all together. The concept that Hill told the
0: Gere, the Chora is possible to have, for the gear to, to utilize, and to commit to, even if he hasn't yet reached the level that, and he may not even be ready for the level that a reached before Martin Tyra. A person can have a
1: good, devoted friend that he is devoted to very, very completely.
0: And he's not yet at the level of such that there will not be any anymore. Or any, any disagreement. Or any conflict. Disagreement, okay, that could be, you know, there could be different opinions and you can work it out. But some kind of a contention that, that there may not be yet. You can understand what it means to have a good friend but he still doesn't have Ava of Shola.
1: He still doesn't have what it means, Torah's cooler Shola. So, okay, I'm not sure exactly how to work this out together, because Hill is saying, this
0: contains the whole Torah, may maybe at its full level, there's as much as the, as the gay can understand within it, but it does not seem to be the the fullness, the totality of what Klaus Schoel reached and needed to reach to be ready to receive the Torah. They needed to reach something
1: that that eradicates Mahalikas. That's more than just yes, total devotion to my good friends.
0: Because I can still have contention with the ones that are not my good friends. My neighbor, okay, you know, who got to this place first, and which which spot is better? I don't know what could be possibly a bit about, but whatever it could be, there's still room for some. Then there's me of avasalam that's
1: that's above that, that's beyond that, that, that that resolves that, that cures all that. So we still
0: need to figure out what that is. Maybe very close, but it's still something just a little bit higher, at the very least. And another question I'll throw out, if I may. It's a pretty obvious one, you know, but still needs to be put out there. The Midrash says that when Chal were Ba'achdus, even though there was Zahra, they were they were successful in Mulchama. Hashem said, the Midas Adin cannot take effect here. Or the were divided, even though they were doing Taira Mitzvahs, then they were defeated in Mulchama. And uh, in the safe art safar the Bible has a line that when Klaushal But Ba'achnus, A- Zara does not take effect. It's, it's not Haalandem, them Zara. does not mean they're not transgressing Avoyinah does not mean they're not responsible. But they're spared from the Midas Hadid, which, which simply would mean because they're close to Tshuva. Because the Avoyinah is very superficial. It's very insignificant. It has no grip on them when they are truly ba'akhtus, together. And when they're divided, then then they're open to
1: everything. Even if they're not open up yet, they're in a very, very not good state. So what is that all about? What is, what is at the root
0: of Klaasra being ba'akhtus? To say that it's, 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 it's nothing. I, guess I can't say it's nothing. It's still us. Sir. But it's not, not
1: really taking hold by that. I think that's something to try to think about. or try to learn about. Try to figure out. I'm just asking a very simple thing.
0: What is this mida of Avas Shalom? What is at the core of Avas Shalom? Can it just be, well, I don't like it when well, we're arguing with each other. It's not, it's not comfortable. There's something about, there's some, there's some middah of Avas Shalom.
1: That's somewhat of another level. That's, also, so powerful as to protect
0: cholesterol from even from That means they're 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 ready to tshuva. They're right there. They're on the brink of tshuva. Yes, they fell they fell into something bad, but it's it's
1: it's, it's it can be it can be removed very easily. What is what, what is the connection? What is the connection of clausterol having that good actus
0: and that way is not a power by that. They're doing it but it's, it's not not who they are. if they're divided then, then they be then there is or they could be worse things. Like the Gemara says which which was worse? By his Vishay, by his Shani, by his Vishay, was by the Zorog, you were right, Sheikh Hasdamim. But there was a limit 70 years, there's a Galakitza. They came back to to Israel, they rebuilt the Mesa Mikhtash. By his Shani, the Oiskeen, the Tayre Mitzvahs, there was Sinna,
1: since we're still in the Gauls. Okay,
0: I think we have something to work on.
2: Yes, go ahead. Just uh, le- like there there might be people that uh, certain things about their personality um, uh, it like turns you off, it's um, whatever. So just I get maybe like to put the question into like a little bit more perspective is that it's not that you just like, there's some people that like for some reason I, I just don't like you. Whatever it's there's actually like a like a particular reason, so, and like obviously that reason wouldn't apply to Hashem, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't okay. know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm saying. I just what's the um, what's the
0: what's the therefore? Give me the therefore.
2: If you if you're very close with someone, it's probably either because. Either because they're they're very helpful and and devoted to you, or because, or because um, there's something about them that you like, like you like them, you like you like their their qualities, and you don't even necessarily think think of it that way. It's just that's those are just the facts. So let's say other people, either let's say someone is. Either very unhelpful to you, he's the opposite of a helpful person, or he's right, right. He, he's not devoted to you, he's 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 uh a be- betraying you, just to give it a just to just to give two opposite extremes. Good good. And also someone whose qualities are very un unlikable, perhaps even in an in a, in an objective sense. I mean, obviously, I don't know whatever. Or can be a subjective also yeah. Or subjective okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I I guess um I guess those things wouldn't apply to Hashem, right? Hashem is very devoted to you. He's right. never going to betray you. He's always he's always on your side. Right. And all of his qualities um are very noble and likable. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yes. Um. Correct. Okay. So I don't know. Does that is that related uh, to to your question at all? Like uh, why, do, why do I have to um, to relate to to uh, relate to being uh, close to Hashem? Excellent, and... excellent, excellent. Well, that's very revealing, because
0: that that little horror will show. The, the, this will highlight that the closeness that we have with other people needs to come from a source that is not dependent even on their likable qualities, or even their good qualities, or even their good help to me. That there could be a, a source of a connection to them that,
1: that is somehow deeper or more, more real, more powerful, less easy to access, of course, than anything that comes naturally
0: not to like, disrespect the, the natural experience. Sometimes that can help me sort of as a, as a starting point where it's easier to develop some good relationship. But ultimately, for it to be able to overcome all those challenges that there might be, to be able to be one with the entire Jewish nation, that requires uh, a different kind of a source of it one that will not be blocked by a lack of likability or by the presence of somebody that might make them not so likable to us And, and, and only that will enable us to
1: properly understand Hashem's connection to the Jewish people
2: Right. I guess, I guess it has to be that way, right? Because Hashem doesn't like us only when we're devoted to Him, and only right. when we're um, only when we're uh, exhibiting positive right. qualities. And not because we're likable. Right. Not <laughs> right. Definitely not.
0: <laughs> Hashem is not affected by any of those things.
2: <laughs> right. Right. So, meaning, if if we're relating to His Torah as Him relating to us in that way, then. Um, we obviously have to have either either relate to other people in that way or have other people relate to us in that way, despite the fact that we not we may not be likable to them or we might be damaging to them. It's always best if it's a two-way street. Right, right. But, I, but our part of it- I just it mean like better. your paradigm before was, I think like experiencing. Okay, right, experiencing right. is both ways. Right,
0: but our, our, our part hopefully could be independent. And we could do our share um, from our side and it could it could function, so to speak.
1: And that um, hopefully will be a, a means of our learning a lot. But maybe go both ways. If we see what Hashem is doing, His relationship, then we can learn what we have within us as being to be
2: able to employ that you mean to say that it's, it's not enough to know what it's not enough to know that Hashem is, is giving the Torah to, to, to us to be to, to create a closeness between us it's not enough to know that that's the truth and like to really know it is to have, to really like even have some concept of it is to have experienced it. You can't really even know that unless unless you've experienced it. But that's not enough. That's not enough. It's all. We also have to know why it is that Hashem wants to create that closeness with us. But, you know, what it is about us that he's devoted to, like what? That would definitely contribute,
0: yes. I don't know if that's like even... Maybe the most important aspect, but uh, essentially, I think that, that that the point you're touching on—that for us to fully understand what Hashem is doing and giving us the Torah, we have to be living it in our own spiritual life. We have to be coming in touch with it ourselves to be able to understand even what we might know intellectually but we're not really able to understand fully of what Hashem is doing and is giving the type and how He's giving us the type how Hashem is relating to us and is giving us the type so the closer we come to Hashem the more we can understand Hashem's needless (laughs) and be able thereby to accept the its entirety as the expression of that, as all part of that.
1: Okay, as